Dun 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 Hey, it's me, Sean Sullivan from Two Boys in a Balcony. Uh, Bill's not here right now. Uh, I am recording this because we had a number of technical issues come up this week that prohibited us from being able to uh, properly record the episode that we promised you guys last week on 1935's classic cinematic masterpiece, Mutiny on the Bountiny. Nope, Mutiny on the Bounty, not Bountiny. Bountiny is not a word. Mutiny on the Bounty. Mounty on the Bounty. And because of that, we decided to dip back into our back catalog of old episodes. We've got over one... 100 episodes available on our website, which is whatever podcast app you use. Search Two Boys in a Balcony for our old episodes. But this is an oldie and a goodie. It's a, uh, a local boy done good. It's a film from uh, 2017. That sounds right. Directed by Elijah Bynum called Hot Summer Nights, 2018. It stars Timothy Chalamet, Micah Monroe, uh, William Fickner's in the mix, Thomas Jane. It is, it's a real, it's fun. Uh, this movie is just keeps growing and growing for me. Uh, it's really, really fun. Uh, it was a lot to Paul Thomas Anderson and Boogie Nights, and it's one of the earlier movies that we watched together and. Uh, it was so good that we had technical problems doing it then, and we had to record the episode, so then, again and again, so, why not? We can't record a new episode, why not throw up the time that we also fucked up and revisit, uh, a film that's underappreciated. Hot Summer Nights is streaming on Amazon Prime, probably, or, uh, Showtime, I don't know, it's on a lot of different things. It's a really fun movie. I wish more people would have seen it. Timothy Chalamet is really good in it. Micah Monroe is great in it. And uh, it's uh, very energetic and hot summer nighty. And no hot summer nighties more than the first week of July. So enjoy this old episode. We'll be back next week with Mutiny on the Bountiny. I did it again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. When she left town, she killed the dreams of every boy who ever knew who she was. Even if they were little dreams, like catching a whiff of her perfume, or tasting a piece of her gum. Or even, maybe one day, that she would know our names. Guys, if you're feeling dangerous, get that motorcycle, take it out in the rain, because we're talking about hot summer nights. It's a special one on the balcony, after dark. Because it's the nighttime. Not because the movie's sexy. In the summer. It is sexy. We'll be back in a minute. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony, a balcony. Two boys in a balcony. In a balcony, a balcony. 
Sorry I stepped on your intro there. It's Sean. the worst part of the show anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's the reason you why they... You just have to get through it. It's the why they have the 15-second skip button on the podcast. Right? Apps. Exactly. Uh, hey, welcome back to Two Boys in a Balcony. It's me, Sean and me. Sullivan. And me, too. Yeah, Bill's here. Bill, I'm here. Hi, buddy. I had to be here legally. Uh, yeah, it is your uh, it is your balcony. Yeah. If I was here uh, without your uh, that approval, would that would be trespassing. Breaking, I, yeah, I was going to say breaking and entering, but yeah, I but don't the, know. There's no locks on any of these doors. No. Oh, we can't afford locks, bro. Uh, this is episode... Do we, Are we still numbering them? I think it's seven. Eight, no, 12? Seven? Who cares? Where are we at? It's an episode. Where are we at? Are we going to tell In, them about What are we the, talking about? In terms of popularity? I mean, it's an episode... It's an early, Can we confess to what happened with this episode? Oh, yeah. So, here's the thing, guys... <laughs> you know us as America's dumbest film critics. Some people say that. I don't agree, but some people do say that. Yeah, I think it's pretty accurate. It's hurtful, but but not it, not inaccurate. It is one hundred percent hurtful. It's not a nice thing to say. No Especially one wants... to your kids. Your kids heard that. I think. Yeah, people your kids st- said that. I yeah, believe. it was actually their kindergarten teacher is the one that told them. <laughs> Went to parent-teacher conferences, and they said, wow, you are one of America's dumbest film critics. And I just assumed the one of also included you. They never mentioned you by name. They they actually pointed out that uh, Stephen Keats was in The Friends of Eddie Coyle, not Stephen Yeats, yeah. as That's I a, protested. A deep cut from an episode seven months ago. Well, you know, no, this is only a couple. Yeah. Well, no. All right, let's not get into deep. Look, we recorded this entire episode. And it was not good. It probably. wasn't. It wasn't bad. It was certainly not our worst episode. But what do you think our worst episode has been? So oh, far? that's the a... next one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that seems like something we should let the people point out, not us. <laughs> so hey, head over to Twitter, Balcony Boys Show, uh, and uh, enter in our poll. What's been our worst episode? I mean, where do we really let you down? We'll list all six of them, and we'll let you vote for all six yeah. too. Did I sound lethargic? This isn't a one-person, one-vote system. You vote for whatever you want. Hey, we do American Idol rules. You can vote up to 50 times per show. Yes, that's right. But you have to. <laughs> you do have to uh, take into account your uh, data plan and all that stuff. Yeah, We're and not... also share and tag six friends or something yeah, like please, that. You know what? Please, when we put up the poll of what's our worst episode, tell a friend. Yeah, tell your friend. Even you know? if they haven't heard it, they can just guess what up. What do they think our worst episode would be? Yeah, but uh, tell your friends. We're really trying to get uh, the podcast. We want an Audible sponsorship. That's what we're looking for. I mean, I just want to be recognized at the store as the guy that doesn't know movies. Yeah. But also sponsorships would be nice. Yeah. I I can't tell you how many times I'm stopping podcasters that I don't enjoy at the grocery <laughs> yeah, store. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. Your uh, your podcast about uh, Medfield Little League that really sucks. Oh, do you listen to that one? Yeah, it's pretty good. They could do better though. No, yeah, uh, yeah. They, they don't even. We're talking about the league, right? There's no updated uh, batting rosters on that thing. The kids in that league aren't the best. They're getting fucking no, spanked. They're, they're not the best, but they do they do pretty good with what they have. Yeah, their travel squad stinks. A lot of lefties. Oh, but well, you know that's not a bad thing to have in Little League. That's from living so close to the power plant. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you think that being left-handed is some kind of birth defect? Well, um, it's not. Uh, no, I don't think it's a birth defect, but it's definitely not not a birth defect. Okay, I'm left-handed. Is that? Are you really left-handed? I am left-handed. I would not have let you in my house if I had known that. Oh well, that's hurtful. <laughs> you pet my cat? Yeah, with my left hand. Gross. 
Gross. Now your cat is left-handed. Great. Uh, my dick is also left-handed. Here we go. I listen. I have no problem with your people. You have no problem with my people. I appreciate that. We are uh, we are classified as uh, under the Americans with Disabilities Act. You cannot discriminate against us. You are a proud people. I have a hard time writing with pencils, and if that ain't a disability, I don't know what the, what is. What do you think? Who do you think your biggest ambassador would be? Jimi Hendrix. Uh, yeah, Kurt Cobain, Jimi Hendrix, uh, anybody that killed themselves at twenty-seven. Wow, that's that is a left-handed thing, huh? Did suicide. <laughs> well, yeah, I meant, yeah. Oh, playing upside down guitar. You know, you can get a guitar that's made for a left-handed person. Yeah, it seems like their parents should have taken notice. No, I can get uh, Jimi Hendrix doing it, but Kurt Cobain, by that point, just get a left-handed guitar, bro. What are you going to do, you know? The guy likes what he likes. Mad respect to the Cobains and also the Hendrixes. Yeah, peace up to those restates. Uh, send us uh, T-shirts. Um, because we're keeping their legacy alive here today. We're the only ones. No one else is celebrating the life of Jimi Hendrix and the life of Kurt Cobain quite like the Balcony Boys, and it's about time that you guys fucking paid for it. And the wind whispered Barry, and it smelled like teen spirit. In here, it does smell a little bit down here. Yeah, and, and it does smell like teen spirit. Do you have hot out? We, uh, I know that you are a coach for a summer cheer squad. Were you guys down here doing nope. it? I do not bring the team to the house. Okay, you practice not always at the at the school. There's ain't that, always ain't that the fucking sign of the times? Yeah, there's always sponsors there. There's always uh, uh, parent parents. You know, how do you to, say it? it used, pa- parents? How do I say parents? Parents? Yeah, parental rentals. Guardian. Do you call them the rentals like some kids do? I consider you a kid. You're a youngster. Ah, you know, I got a little youthful spirit. <laughs> do you call them the rents? Uh, yeah, I always go up to my mom and dad. And I go, hey, what's up? Rent one and rent two. Which one do you consider the first one? Uh, that one, mom. Is you know, it mom. Yeah, I think she's the one that I probably met yeah. first, right? You don't remember? No, I was uh, being born. When were you born? Eighty-three. They probably let fathers in the delivery room in eighty-three. I'm gonna look that up. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that was fast. Yeah. Good that, that. You get that Google auto fetish. I got pretty uh, auto fetish. Auto, yeah, that auto <laughs> fetish. That Google auto fetish. You put down your Google. You were saying. Uh, Googling classic sexy cars. You used to be able to smoke in the hospital. You know yeah. that? Yeah. 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 Doctors used to be able to smoke yeah, too. Yeah. It was awesome. That was now they can't. If they smoke now, they go to jail. No, they don't go to jail, but oh, they get I thought shunned. You ever oh, see yeah. a nurse uh, or a doctor on the side of the road outside <laughs> nope. a hospital nope. smoking a cigarette? <laughs> like they'll do it in uh, South Shore Hospital in yeah. Weymouth. Like you'll drive down 18. Oh, I mean, that legally they have to. Legally they have to. They have to get off. The property, but they they're still in their fucking. Scrubs. No, I meant they have to to smoke to work in Weymouth. <laughs> that's that's a deep cut. Hey, that's ladies gonna and gentlemen, get us in trouble with half the population that listens to. Yeah, they don't got computers. They can't There's download six this shit. guys that live in Weymouth that listen to this and fucking come find me. Four of them understand it. <laughs> yeah, Billy. I don't know. I'm listening to your podcast. What? I don't fucking get it. You watch movies and then you talk about it. Why don't you just fucking watch the movie then? I don't get it. I don't. know. Whatever. Hey, you happy? I'm happy for you, bud. I don't understand what a podcast is, first of all, Bill. Yeah, and if you guys could stop leaving those reviews on our iTunes account of the, uh, I don't know, you know, he's my friend. I know him a long time. It's fucking nice that he's doing something and keeps him busy. You know, he's, but uh, I, I don't fucking, I don't, I don't know. know. I think anything helps. 
If yeah, you want right. to say that on the internet and give it five stars. Give it one star. I don't give a shit. Just I want to be involved in your lives. Give it five stars. Yeah, don't. do five stars. Don't listen to him. Uh, yeah, we are, we are uh, the uh, number one thousand seven hundred and fifty million. Oh, I thought a thousand. I was pretty happy. But yeah, I, you know. I don't know where we are, but we're number one in your hearts. We're we don't number care. One in your minds. We're not doing this for that. We do this just to get a chance to hang out. Yeah, yeah. That's once a week, yep. and just say, "Hey, buddy, how you been? What stupid movie did we watch this week?" Oh boy, oh boy! And this week we watched a stupid movie. Listen, we both we both have Amazon Prime memberships. That's not braggadociousness. That's just what it is. And, you know what? It's just fiscal practicality. We both have Netflix. It just makes sense. The amount of orders that are coming in out of my house, I need that free We delivery. both have HBO. We have access to HBO. Well, well my dad does. and uh, yeah, You have access. Sure, yes. Yeah, that's certainly. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to watch movies and we're going to talk about I them. love movies. That's what the show is, right? Well, it's got to be based in New England or with New England. I love New England. It's got to be about Tom Brady. Uh, I'm out. Fishing. Have they made a movie about Tom Brady yet? Not yet. What are they going to call that movie? The Goat or something stupid like that? It's got to be The Goat, probably. Oh, boy. That's going to be a bad movie. The Brady Bunch. Who who doesn't want to watch a movie about a man that's faced absolutely no adversity in his entire life? Are you kidding? His mother had cancer. Who did? Tom Brady's mother. That's not an exception. It's a cancer survivor. Fuck you. Hey, whoa. Hey. Fuck you. Hear me out. You, oh, okay. You hear let, me out right now. All right, let me hear your you, take on how cancer isn't a fucking bad thing. Hear me out. I'll watch the movie about Tom Brady's mom, but I'm not watching a movie about Tom Brady. All right? I'm not oh. going to... Oh, no, he's sad. His mom remember has Remember the Titans? Uh, the, Do you remember the Titans? Uh, the film with... Uh, Tom Brady? Ca- uh, California? What? He's not in that movie. That's Tom Brady. That's Keanu Reeves. Oh, Keanu Reeves isn't in... Remember the Titans? He's in The Replacements. Oh, I'm thinking of Hardball. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Bill and Ted. Oh, that's right. Speed. I know films. And this one that we watched today. I will today, prove it. This was one of them. It's a film. I liked it. Uh, this I was rewatched a- it since uh, first debacle. Since uh, our first attempt to record. Yeah, that did not go so well. After we talked for an hour and a half and got nine minutes. Uh, Did I, you just look to make sure it was still running? <laughs> yeah. Because that's something that's gonna we should be, do. Uh, that's going to be a new recurring segment on the show yeah, is, new is bit. the thing still recording? It's a new bit. Have we filled it with content? I like this movie. I enjoy it. All right. Let's, All right. We're done. Let's go to the next one. This is a tough one because it's called, it's a movie that no one's ever heard of. Bill found this. I found it. Found it and I produced it. I came up with the money. You did? I put the cast together. That's new to me. Yeah. Wow. I'm uh, I'm kind of a big deal on the South Shore uh, filmmaking scene. Hey, and if this is nothing, if this isn't the most South Shore movie I've ever seen. Well, actually, it's Cape Cod. Isn't that- but there is a lot of South Shore on it. They do go to uh, quite a few towns. They go to Weymouth. They go to Quincy. Yeah, they and they got shores down the Cape. Uh, they do have shores down the Cape. Cape Cod's not part of the South Shore, is it, huh? No, it isn't. Fucking cunts. <sighs> I mean, I won't argue with that, but also. Unbelievable. I don't think they're all cunts. Most of them. I, uh, no, that's, uh, hey, shout out to our Cape Cod listeners. Hey, We'd over the bridge you. and back again, brother. Yeah, that's right. Like the Hobbit. I, yeah, Bill brought this to me and he said, we got to watch this movie, Hot Summer Nights. Do you know any of the people in this? Uh, personally, personally, no. Personally, yeah. No, I don't know anybody that's ever been in a film. Timothy Chalamet? No, I don't. Chalamet. 
I do not know Timothy Chalamet. I am not. Is uh, that how you pronounce it? I think it's Chalamet. I think it would be. If it's not Chalamet, it absolutely should be. If he's going by Timothy Chalamet, that is he a bad. He spells Timothy weird too. Yeah, that, does I mean, it with a couple of e's on the end. Yeah, he seems kind of a. It's a way to do it, I think. An artist. It's a way to do it. People go, oh, it's that dude. Yeah, it's the guy that can't spell his own name. No, it, but and then they feel probably, bad for him. We should give him a pot. Yeah, poor is kid. Is that how acting happens? Yeah, that's why Brad Pitt spells his name with like a uh, at sign. I think you're thinking of Prince. Oh, that's right. Hey, Rip Prince. Yeah, Rip Prince. Rip, uh, hey, Rip Rip Torn. Oh, Rip Torn recently. Yeah, we has, lost him, uh, I man, believe, today. This is not... R.I.P., R.I.P. This is not going to... It's fucking seven months from now they're going to hear this. Yeah, but, uh, you know, the wordplay is still going to be fresh. Hey, no we lost Rip Torn this year. That's right. R.I.P. Right? Now it's this year. To the big so R.I.P. They could listen to this in December and still be like, hey, these guys are on top of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's do a quick uh, quick 2019 in memoriam reel in the middle of the pod. <laughs> Who did we lose so far? Oh, we lost Rip Torn. Ghostface Killer, he's still with us? Uh, yeah. Shit. Uh, boy, you better fucking hope he's still with us when this, <laughs> when, when this episode comes out. If the first week of August, Ghostface Killer goes missing, we had nothing to do with Fuck. it. Jesus, Bill. I apologize holy for my moly. rapaciousness. Yikes. Look that word up for me. Uh, Did I, I use that correct? Uh, it says here, no. Fuck. Yeah, I didn't look that up. That's just most of the... I just have a note on my phone. The background on my phone is actually Bill used the word wrong. Hot Summer Nights, 2018 film directed by... I think it's 2017. 2017, 2018. Is there a difference? We're all there in is. hell. It's all been a hellscape since you know when. <laughs> you know, It's true. And why are we even keeping track of time anymore? It's almost over. Hey, uh, rapacious means uh, aggressively greedy or grasping. I you certainly I are aggressively. Cor- <laughs> I think I use that correctly. <laughs> you are aggressively greedy. All right. I, I like, uh, yeah, it's a film. <laughs> this is a film that we watched. It is a film, Hot Summer Nights, directed by Elijah Bynum. Elijah Bynum. He uh, seems to have made. Brother of Ezra Bynum. Is What? That's literally the only trivia on IMDb <laughs> about this guy. Yeah. Oh, I looked shit. Him up. Yeah. Well, has Ezra Bynum done anything? I don't know. I didn't get that far. Fuck. <laughs> really seems like <laughs> really gave if up. the one piece of trivia <laughs> is that the guy is related to somebody else, you'd think you'd go ahead and look up that other guy, Bill. But hey, I'm not telling you, you know how to live happened? your life. The fucking microwave beeped. <laughs> I was like, oh, I got to go. Popcorn's done. Bye bye. I got to go take care of that. Uh, Elijah Bynum, written and dir- uh, directed by uh, this young man, very talented, I think. Uh, if um, not a little too ambitious, perhaps he wrote and directed it. He wrote and directed it. Good this, for him. This movie makes it onto the blacklist in 2013, uh, along with uh, a beautiful day in the neighborhood, which is the upcoming Tom Hanks, Mr. Rogers movie. American Sniper is on the list this year. Oh, Tom Hanks is playing uh, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers, huh? Is there anything that guy can't do? On the nose, if you ask me. Is there anything he can't do? do Let me see. uh, Let me see a Christoph Waltz as Mr. Rogers. That's more interesting. Do you think he could roof a house? Do you think he could replace your roof? I think, given enough time, anybody could replace the roof on your house. I need my roof done. Oh, you want specifically to see if Tom Hanks will do it? I mean, if he's available, I'd love to meet him. If you told him. I'll give you $20 million, and I'll film you with my iPhone, uh, and technically that's a film. Tom Hanks would replace your roof. Do you think he'd let me... Would I retain the rights to that? 
Hey, Ezra Bynum played Chester in Hot Summer Nights. Who the fuck is Chester? I don't know. I think he was one of the... Oh, he was the fucking... The, in that fucking Boogie Nights scene. He was the one on the couch with Ficta. Oh, and that's a that's a piece of trivia? That's his brother. This guy's just related to another guy that he put in his movie? That's so... That I rewatched that scene today. I watched the last thirty minutes just to refresh myself. Right. Well, we gotta, we gotta, we're gonna get there. Because All right, I won't is, talk about it now. But this God is a movie damn it. that no one's ever seen, and that's not a slight against uh, the film or the director or anything. It's just it was produced by AT and T and Directv. It seems like a corporate... A, uh, it's weird. Is this some kind of lobbyist thing that they go, oh, we'll just make this movie and then put the money in your account? Yeah, is that how lobbying works? This is how politics work. You think that's what it was? I bet somebody... Uh, I bet Saudi Arabia got arms out of this. <laughs> yeah, this whole movie is actually an allegory for the arms like we pay. We pay to... DirecTV and AT&T pays to make hot summer nights. Saudi Arabia kills a journalist. Jesus. And then it's like even Steven. I don't know about that. Well, it happened. Just look it up. I just, yeah, no, I know. Jamal they... Khashoggi, I believe his yeah, name Yeah, but I don't, think, I don't think it was done in exchange for the film Hot Summer Nights. No, not in exchange for the film, but exchange, in exchange for the money that paid for the film. I, I can't. The, the, I believe that the film was just a front for murder. I, I... But to be fair... I believe that most things are fronts for murder. fronts for martyrs. That's true. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I can't follow that, that. Yeah, you keep telling me that you don't believe most of these things, but and they keep coming to turn out true. Yeah, so. the look on your face though tells me that there's got to be something there. Yeah, it's almost like I was visited by some men today that told me not specifically to talk about the murder of. Was Jamal. it the Illuminati again? Uh, the Illuminati. Uh, you gave also, them the business uh, in one of our episodes, and I've been getting phone calls lately. Yeah, I also believe it was the uh, the men of uh, Muhammad bin Salim. Salim? Salim? Salami? Nope. Okay. Bye-bye to that part <laughs> of the podcast. Just remember what the timestamp on that and uh, get rid of it. Uh, so, this movie makes it on the blacklist. It's one of the last ones to get made. Oh, this was on the blacklist. It was on the blacklist. This I, guy, think th- I think that that makes sense. I think it's a good movie. I think a, it's a good story. Yeah. I think it's over-directed, but I think this guy knew that he's got this one chance to show everything he's got, and he does absolutely everything. He does. He's got drones and cranes and slow motion and sped up and whip shot. It's This thing is... Wild. Packed. It it moves, man. I don't. I couldn't find a budget, but every dollar is on screen. This no budget. It, it looks expensive. It made almost no money. It looks good. Uh, the money for the licensing of the music in this thing alone must have been insane, because there's so many great great songs that can't be cheap. Um, and they're used well. I think this has got a great soundtrack. Um, I looked it up on uh, Apple Music. Somebody put a playlist together. Yeah. And uh, it's just uh, it's a nice listen. Good songs on there. All the Young Dudes, Hospital by the Modern Lovers, um, Edelweiss, yeah. other Do songs. Do you think that uh, they got all that because of the AT&T DirecTV connection? You think if they told Mott the Hoople, we so need all the young gotta- dudes in this movie, otherwise we're going to cancel your... I'm sure. Plan. I'm sure. Like Apple Music has got to be own one of them. Something owns something. Come it, on, yeah, bro. It's all owned by the same people. This is bullshit. Jeffrey Epstein did Saudi this Arabia. Shit. 
Jeffrey Epstein did not uh, have any involvement in this film. Thank God, because Just I'd have to put to, that out there I'd on the have record. To flip out. Yeah, yeah, we can't. Uh, this Timothy can't, Chalamet. This is almost. This is almost uh, an episode tailor made for us not to talk. <laughs> about underage child sexual abuse. So if we could just try to do that, I think we can do it. We What do you we, think? They're all in, are they in they're all in high school, right? Uh that's I don't know. I it's don't know. Summer, so you don't know. Who do we got in this thing? We got uh, Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. He makes this movie the year before he makes he films uh Call Me By Your Name. Uh which gets him an Academy Award nomination for best actor. I haven't then, seen it. Is it good? Uh, I haven't seen it because it's two and a half hours long. Oh man! But everyone loves it. Movie. It was nominated for Best Picture. It looks, uh, oh boy, I'll be honest with you, it looks pretty boring. But uh, I will watch it sometime. What, what's it about? Uh, he, him and Army Hammer uh, kiss. Is it a coming out story? I think so. I don't really know. He did. Uh, he did a movie with uh, Steve Carell about. Uh, Oh, uh, opiates, I think. Uh, not about a boy. That's with uh, Hugh yeah. Grant. Something like that, though. Something it's recent. Oh, uh, the uh, Pill Kid. Son of Mine? Yes. Something like that? Uh, Come on, boys. look it up, dude. Boy. You got fucking IMDb right boys in front of you. Boys love pills. No, nope, words with friends. Uh, and he's in Ladybird. And I think he's this kid. Lady Bird. I like this that kid movie. is, uh, he's destined uh, for good things. Is he the dickhead in Ladybird? Was that what he was? Yeah, he's the shitty boyfriend. Beautiful boy is the one with. He Carole. is a beautiful boy. Oh, he was in Interstellar. Oh yeah, he's in Interstellar. He plays uh... that fucking dumb movie. <laughs> God, I hated that movie. Not a fan of Interstellar, dude. I. <sighs> That's a rough one. I have not seen Interstellar. It's on my watch. Oh, list. you've never seen it. Yeah, I just I love Christopher Nolan, and this one seems like universally Man. not loved. I didn't get. Uh, I didn't get it. <laughs> I mean, I look. I mean, I we don't get, get a it. lot of. We, <laughs> you and I, we're not particularly smart men. Yeah. Well, come on. You don't have to keep hammering that home. Uh, we all have our strengths and weaknesses. Uh, lovely young lady Micah Monroe in this film. It follows, right? She's Is that in what it she's follows, from? and she's in independent the Independence Day sequel, which. Uh, the new one? Yeah, I think less people have seen that than have seen Hot oh, Summer Nights. I think I did see. Who, who you saw it? Independence Day Redemption or whatever it was? I saw. Resurrection? Redemption? Some shit like that. I think we rented one on Redbox and fucking watched like 20 minutes of it. Yeah, minutes. and you were just like, fuck this. Dude, I bail. Where's Will Smith? I'm too old to sit through a shitty oh, movie. Oh, isn't that great? It's the best. Oh, I got, I got there. I got there with Stranger. Yeah. I got there with Stranger Things, which is not. Oh, I stopped that like episode five of season wow. two. Wow, season two, you made it all the way through the first one. Yeah, I watched. I I enjoyed the first season, and then the second season they added the whole gang of whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't get that. Oh, uh, you didn't. Yeah, I I uh, I don't. Uh, hey, look, if you enjoy something, enjoy hey, it. Don't let it, us live it, love it, life. learn it. But uh, Stranger Things, Sean, I want to apologize for me. I'd like to apologize for talking over you there. Bill, shove it up your ass. I Whoa. that's gonna be my new thing. <laughs> Whoa! I'm not gonna tell you to shut up anymore, but I am gonna tell you to shove it up your ass. What up, kitty cat? He's here. There it is. The Amazon cat attack is about to happen, and I am blind in one eye. Okay. He will probably. Hey, look, my vision's not great anyway. It's not great. Those glasses should have protected you too. Yeah, they did not at all. 
So maybe that's something you should take up with your optometrist. Yeah. Should I? Hey, can I get some uh, kitty cat scratch proof lenses? What's up with my corneas? Yeah. How do you attach a retina? How do you detach a retina? This is a good bit. I don't know. Michaela, what's her name? Micah Monroe. Micah Monroe. She played Michaela Strawberry, right? Yes. Boom. And, nailing it. And she's and it follows uh, a film that if you haven't seen, watch instead of this one. No, I think you should watch this film. Yeah, you should. It's uh, uh, it's a, a local boy done good, this Elijah Bynum. I have to assume. Is he local? I would have to assume he's got to be from here. Right. Why else would you make such a hyper specifically Massachusetts movie? Well, maybe he got maybe it's about him. Maybe he got sense to the kid. Cuz uh the kid in this Shalama Timothy Shalamet Timmy Shal he was not from the Cape. He was a bit of a ne'er-do-well. Yeah. And he got sent to his aunt's house on the Cape, was it? Yeah, like, hey, you know what? Sounds like you want to jump into this thing. I think we should. Let's put our swim trunks on and we'll dip into Let's the Let's get hot. down there. Summer nights. It's going to take like fucking two hours, though, down Route it, 3. This is, yeah. It is all backed up over the bridge. Uh, I was down the Cape Cod this uh, afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yep. I had to go down there for uh, work. I sell ice cream. I, did you go, did you dip your toes into the water? No, I didn't get out of the car. I don't I don't care for those people. Uh, there are people. <laughs> that is America, you know. No, 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 no. Off season, I love the Cape. Just, oh, just you mean summertime. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's just crowded. It's I also s- love it. I'm going down there on vacation in a couple weeks. So oh, hot dog. Hopefully, right? uh, that's getting exciting. To, getting a little bit of hot summer Where are you nights. Going? Can I know? Can you tell me? Where are you uh, going? We, you stay down at ha- we stay down at Hawitch. You got a house? What are you doing? What we, do you got? Uh, my uh, mother's aunt is a nun, and uh, her nun group. At a convent? I don't know. She's very... Uh, it is. Nuns typically do live in convents. Aunt Dorothy, wonderful woman. Is her name really Aunt Dorothy? Aunt Dorothy, 98 years old. I had an Aunt Winnie. I No, excuse me. I have an Aunt Winnie. <laughs> okay. She's, she's still alive. Hey, good for her. Hello, Aunt Winnie, if you're listening. I'm sorry that you're probably embarrassed by good all for, of this. Good. Yeah. Hey, I, I can't imagine, Aunt Winnie, that you're listening. Aunt Dorothy, uh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> boy, imagine. Hey, I apologize for not accepting your Facebook friend request, looks but I curse like, too much. <laughs> I, looks like that vacation is canceled. I can't not say God damn it in a post. It's fun. It's a fun word. God damn it. Hey, the following is mostly a true story. That's how we open this film. I don't think uh, that leads me to believe maybe he got sent to the Cape as a child. Maybe you think, this is... some, you think that mostly a true story. I would about... love to get Elijah Bynum on uh, the pod. He's got to do open mics around Boston, right? I, no, he's a staff writer for a show on CBS All Access called uh, Dollar. Bills or what is that? Does that mean that it's only on the internet? Is that what they're doing nowadays? Yeah, they got their uh, they got their fancy streaming. Is that like their Netflix or something? Yeah, it's the only if you want to watch the uh, Jordan Peele Twilight Zone or how was that? I don't know. I don't subscribe to that shit. I like Jordan Peele. I love Jordan Peele. We're not doing it. I'm not gonna have the us discussion in the middle of hot summer nights. Us is a good movie, and you're wrong. No, I'm not. I listen. I'm not. I wasn't even going to bring it up. It's great. I think it might even be better than Get Out. I was going to go probably go into some Key and Pale stuff though because hey, that's love Key and Pale. That's great stuff. Uh, Dollar Bill. He's a staff writer on. No, it's called One Dollar, and it's uh, set in a small Rust Belt town in post recession America. So if you're not on your way to subscribe to CBS All Access, a one dollar bill changing hands connects a group of strangers involved in a shocking multiple murder. What the fuck? Ooh. Who's uh, stars in that? 
Nobody. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Nathaniel Martello White, of course. Philip Edinger. Kiri Lee Berger. Joshua Bitten. You want me to keep going? Uh, oh, John Carroll Lynch. Love John Carroll Lynch. He's a great actor. Who's he? He is... Um, Are you being facetious? No, no, no. He's... Uh, I'm going to show you a picture. He's in uh, Are you Fargo. taking a Brian Dossey James? Nope. This guy. John... John. Uh, oh, dude. That dude. Uh, yeah. Drew Carey's older brother. Yes. Right? He shows up in... Uh, he shows up in things and it's wonderful. All the time he shows up, it's great. Well, anyway, he's in $1. Uh, I really, I, I want to talk about this movie, but now I'm, I'm fascinated by the career of, uh, John Carroll Lynch. Twisty the Clown. He's been. American Horror Story. He was Twisty? I guess so. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Great makeup job on Twisty the Clown. Very, uh, he was very horrifying in that. Very scary. He was in one episode of The Walking Dead. Why are we talking about this guy that's not even in this fucking he's movie? He's a great actor. I enjoy him thoroughly. Yeah, I like John Carroll Lynch. What, he's on Dollar Bill? He's on uh, $1. Hey, maybe uh, maybe when this Patreon gets going, we'll... Uh... You know, we'll go have these on a <laughs> CBS All Access. <laughs> on a one-month free trial of CBS All Access. Uh, I actually... Uh, we're going to have to get that on your... I actually used my one-month free trial to watch the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, because uh, at my house, we don't have cable, and uh, we had just moved, we and I don't have... I don't have a digital antenna at the moment. Just get a digital antenna. Well, I have to, but uh, I didn't at the time. And uh, we left my parents' house where quarter one was done. And I was like, I should see how this football game ends. And then I had to enter in my credit card information and sign up for a Jesus. streaming service I have That's no interest in. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. They put hey. that uh, Super Bowl behind. Uh, hey, we do the Super Bowl once a year, and then everybody watches Dollar Dollar Bill, yo. <laughs> That's what it's called. Uh, we open with some narration from a young man who we will meet uh, at the very end of the film. Right? He has no bearing on anything. Nothing. Right? He knows so much about what happens. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It, he doesn't interact with any of these people, but he knows the intimate details of everything that happens. Of everything. Uh, when we're following a car that's flying through the city, and then it gets T-boned by a truck. And then we go to a title card that says, Before... And we are introduced to Timothy Chalamet sitting on a floor like a I weirdo. I believe it's three months earlier. Uh, it, three weeks? It just says before. No, I believe it does give a time frame. Ah, who gives a shit? I give a shit. The okay, listeners fair, give fair, a shit. Fair, if fair, we're going to do fair, this, fair. let's fucking do it. I apologize to the listeners. I wasn't taking it serious. All I wrote down was before. Perhaps three weeks before. Perhaps. I believe it was three months. No, three weeks. Fuck. Who, do you want to scrap this now? No. Because what are we, the whole podcast? Gonna, no way. What are we just going to fucking talk about this movie that no one wants to watch? You Please watch, watch it. it. Do it. It's and a Elijah good movie. Bynum. Elijah Bynum. You Big You have ups. to be the only person besides ourselves that's this interested in Hot Summer Nights. So when the Google alert pops up that the Balcony Boys are talking about your show, reach out. Send us an email. Balconyboysshow at gmail.com. I'm very serious, Elijah Bynum. If you hear this, we'll. I don't know how to Skype you in. Well, if you want to come down and hang out in Bill's, come uh, on over. I'd like to talk about the shooting locations. I have a Bill's couple basement. questions. I would love to talk to you about Hot Summer Nights because I think it's a, uh, it's uh, man. I think you're uh, very talented, and uh, I and we're trying to figure out how to get into a movie. Yeah, and if you so, wanna, if you want to come over, we'll have a burger. Yeah, and if you have like any access codes for uh, CBS All Access, yeah, because we really can't afford that Jesus, right dude, now. We're not doing great. 
I put all this money into this fucking mixer. We got a fucking Zoom recorder that we got from some other fucking guy yeah. that just gave it to us. Well, Sean Carter. Thanks, Sean. Thank you, Sean. Big shout out. Pick a side, stupid. Can I do that? Can I shout out other? It sounds like you already did. I did. I mean, you're going to edit it out probably. Yeah. Pick, no, I won't pay. I won't uh, edit that out at all. That uh, Sean gave us a Zoom recorder. You know, we're, we're trying to piece this thing together. He loves. You know, this we don't movie. have. We don't have CBS All Access money. No, yeah, we don't have five dollars a month. But yet. we will. We will. Uh, we meet Timothy. Dream. We, we meet Timothy Chalamet sitting on the floor. He's got a bandana on, looking like the Karate Kid. His mom comes in. She uh, doesn't like him. He's got asthma. She doesn't like him. Well, she, his she's dad, upset. His father passed away. His father passed away, and instead of like trying to deal with it, uh. Just uh, yeah, my my iced tea is sweaty yeah, today. Yeah, you got liquid all over the place. I like I like when we record. I need a little caffeine, keep me energized, keep me focused, and it's a humid day. I'm not gonna lie, down in the basement in the balcony, the balcony of the basement, the bowels. Yeah, the yeah. Bowels. Show me your fucking nice thermos cup. It's a yeti. Shove that shit in my face. I go to Dunkin' Donuts because I'm a proud American. Dude, I've offered you many drinks. I've offered you much refreshment from the heat. That's true. And every time, fuck you, I don't need it. Well, I just think the waiting pool is enough. We're going to sit in three inches of water, and we're going to nice do the podcast. Here. It's cool. My underwear is a little wet, but <laughs> I thought you were joking when you said bring a suit. Well, you'll know next time. <laughs> next. <laughs> yeah, please don't change the water also. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Uh, I don't get money to change pool water every day. Uh, so Timothy Chalamet plays Daniel. Uh, and when he died, Daniel was, this is a quote from our narrator who we, we love. Uh, Daniel was so fucked up. He quit his paper route without giving any notice. When his father died, not when, when father Daniel died. died. When his father died. Yes. He was so fucked up. He quit his paper route without giving any notice. And then the lady. I don't, do you think anybody's ever given two weeks notice that they're not going to do their paper route anymore? I, I had a paper. I delivered the Patriot Ledger for about a month. Yeah. When I was uh, 13. And two weeks into that, did you give oh, two dude, weeks notice? I fucking ro- I just, I'd spend the money and then tell my father I needed money to pay for the papers. My father spent a month paying for everybody's papers. Uh, paper routes should be illegal. Yeah, it's it's uh, indentured servitude. I never was allowed to have a paper route because I think my parents knew how fucked up it was. But I, I just assumed that you deliver the papers and then the people pay you and then you pass that money along. Yeah. Like you're on some sort of, uh, you know, 1099 situation and you get, you know, taxed at the end. I didn't realize you have to buy all the papers from the newspaper and then you sell them for whatever the fuck you want to sell it for. That's not how it used to be. I don't know how it works. Back in my day, they would be like, uh, hey, come in this van for a little bit, kid. <laughs> and then you go in the van and then yeah. eventually you'd leave with some papers. Oh, yeah. Eventually, you'd leave with some Eventually. Papers. It depends what they wanted to do. Yeah, you go for a ride. Go to King's Castle you Go for Land. a ride. Oh, King's Castle Land, Paragon Park. Sometimes we'd uh, go all the way down to Rocky Point, which was crossing state lines. Yeah, so that's, that's a real crime. Technically a felony. Yeah. Not technically. It is a felony. Uh, Daniel is not dealing well with the, his, the death of his father. He almost... uh, Which, to be honest, hey, hey, who does? Nobody does. It's, it's not a tough. Great thing I've happen. been there. I've lived through it. It's yeah. tough. Hey, when your dad uh, passed away, did you burn all of the records that he ever gave you and accidentally burn your house down? No, I didn't have a house. Oh. Well, wherever you were living? 
No, but I, I cried. Yeah, but you didn't light things on fire is what I'm trying to say. Because that's what Daniel does. It felt like my heart was lit on fire. Oh, that's uh, angina. Yeah, my doctor gave me medicine. I, I take medicine for it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Back then, I didn't. No, no. no. You can't put a uh, a 17-year-old boy on uh, heart medication. I wasn't 17. I was like 20, 25. I think I was 25 when my father died. Oh. Are we reviewing this movie or my dad's I, death? Hey, I don't know. Because it kind of feels like uh, Timothy Chalamet could have been my dad. You think so? No, he's younger than me. Hunter Strawberry, though. What's oh. this character's uh, deal? What's well, up with him? Hey. I don't know. So just like the... the so anyway. Uh, Daniel. I'm sorry, did I get too deep? With the dad, with the death of my father, with my parents. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to remember the, uh, the good times I had with your dad. <laughs> it was probably on the T, if any. Your dad just rode the T all the time. No, he worked he was... on the T. Oh, okay. He was a T driver. Ah, uh, he was a guard a on team the train. A guard? I've never yeah. seen a fucking guard it on the T train. Nah, it's called a guard, but they just open and close the doors. Oh, they didn't. Oh, back then they didn't open on their own. Uh well, they have to have someone. They still, they still have somebody that fucking sticks their head out and makes sure that. The, that's a whole like, job for a that's whole a person. Job, dude. Yikes. Anyway, that seems, fucking... that seems like that should be automated, dude. Do you see? I'm not for the automation. I'm not for the elimination of jobs, but yeah. the opening and closing of train doors. That seems like. Well, they push a button. He doesn't have to go out and actually open oh, and right. close the fucking doors. But right. have you seen some of the people that take public transportation? They should no, not no, be no. allowed to decide when to get on and off. I, uh, I'm afraid of uh, public transportation. Ever since I saw the film Speed, I won't get on a bus. <laughs> What if there's a bomb? <laughs> it's can't, true. You, hey, you can't tell me there's not a bomb. You don't know. You don't know. So. I mean, it seems like the odds would be against it. But, but you know what? There's always that one time. One fucking copycat asshole. You wake up the one movie. morning. You say goodbye to your wife. Kiss your kids goodbye. Get on the bus. All of a sudden, we can't slow down. One copycat asshole sees the movie 24 years after it comes out. <laughs> he gets that 4K HD restoration <laughs> DVD release. The oh, 20- Criterion Collection that comes with fucking blueprints. <laughs> I don't know much about the Criterion Collection. I don't think Speed qualified. I think they go for a loftier, artier film than Speed. But It comes with blueprints on how to hardwire a bomb <laughs> to a fucking T-Bus. Oh. Uh. Hey, uh, I heard that they're going up on their uh, on their fares after uh, having a couple derailments <laughs> lately. Well, hey, I mean, it seems like bad planning. Well, you know, I I think uh, here's the thing: you can pay a little bit more and ride a train that's not going to derail and going to get you where you're trying to go, or you can take your chances paying the regular price. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I it's don't like think... paying for extra leg room on an airplane. I don't. It's think... optional. I don't. No one's think... forcing you to do it. I don't think paying more is going to make it not derail. Oh. I think they just have a problem with derailing. Hey, I do you remember how trains used to be and how they are now, but we still have how they were then, <laughs> like how they were like steam and people yeah. used to shovel coal into a thing and and go, we still and we still use those like sixty percent of the time on the red line. <laughs> I've not seen. I've not seen. In fairness, I've not uh, seen a steam engine pulling any <laughs> MBTA cars. On any of the lines, maybe the silver line that might still be coal based. What is that? But... That is that the one that goes to the airport? Uh, no, that, those are planes. No, those. Daniel is fucked. You got up. me, Sean. You got me. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> it felt good. 
Mark it down if you're listening. If you're playing bingo with the Balcony Boys, Sean finally <laughs> cut acknowledgement from Bill for something funny that he said. It's nice. Uh, just like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Daniel's mom is sending him to live with his auntie. In Cape Cod. Cape Cod. <laughs> That's not where... The Fresh Prince went. No, he went to. Uh, he went to. Uh, he actually went to Bel Air. Bel Air. That's yeah. in California. That's not. Yeah, it's on, a little on the nose. That's not on Cape Cod. No, no, no. You uh, know that, right? Different film. Now imagine if this film was starring Will Smith as Daniel. Th- that's a TV show, it's and not then a they film. sent him <laughs> to Bel Air instead of Cape Cod. You know, it's a better film. You know, well, it's a television show. It's not a film. I don't think so. The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, they made like seven of them. They're 22 <laughs> hours long. This is good. This is good content. This is great content. Out. I love The Fresh Prince, and I love Elijah Bynum, Fresh Hot Prince. Summer Nights. Uh, he goes down, and then the narrator explains the big problem on Cape Cod, and uh, it never really occurred to me because I would be uh, neither of these people because my family didn't spend time on Cape Cod, really. You just said you're going to Cape Cod. We go, we go now, now. So, But I feel like in... Uh, they really break it down. They have the summer birds, summer birds, and the townies. And the summer birds are these rich douchebags from Connecticut and New Hampshire and all these places. Duxbury, <laughs> Duxbury, uh, Hangum, fucking Cohasset douchebags, yeah, fucking coming of, down. Hey, much respect to the uh, the people. Nobody of the fishing look, villages. Nobody from Cohasset is listening to this fucking podcast. You don't think we got any co cocos? I don't know. I don't know anybody that's ever lived in Cohasset. That's outside my tax bracket. I'm not. I don't want to get into it, but I've I've met people that live in Cohasset. Yeah, I used to steal cars in Cohasset. I didn't steal cars in Cohasset. All right, steal cars I, I, all I call. Oh yeah, and you cut through Cohasset. <laughs> yeah, well, that's how you get out. Um, you gotta get back up to what's north of Cohasset, Quincy. North of Cohasset is Hingham, Hull, Hull. Hull's actually north of it. North oh, that's of, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cohasset south of Hull. South is Situate. You want to go? You want to keep going south? Uh, what do we got south of that? Marshfield? No, uh, I don't want to do this. This game is Marshfield, Duxbury, Pembroke. I don't know. Hey, we got a one, lot of towns out Our one out listener here. in Maryland and our one listener in Pennsylvania is not interested in the South Shore coastline, but they should be. We're getting close to Cape Cod now where this movie happens. Uh, well, anyway, the summer birds come in and then there's the townies. Uh, and uh, Daniel is living with his Aunt Barb. In the summer, June 1991 on Cape Cod. And we cut to Daniel is standing at the front door of this raging daytime teenage dream party. Everybody's making out. Yeah, how'd he get in there? Doing drugs. He's not from there. No idea. This took me out of the film because I was just watching it. I was like, this kid doesn't know anybody. And these people are not the kind of people that would just let some weirdo... Like it Hang feels out with like them. it feels like that was shot for later in the film and got edited back. Like, because there's a part when he's when he's finally hanging out with Hunter, and they go to a couple parties. They go to another party, so right. it feels like it was actually shot for that, and then they just fucking used it. It's strange, man. He and this is where we meet Hunter Strawberry. He pulls up Good name. in a Good name. Pulls up in a muscle car. He is the weed dealer for Cape Cod. He sells. All the weed on Cape Cod, and apparently, according to this film in 1991, every single person that crosses over the Bourne Bridge or the Sagamore Bridge smokes marijuana. Everybody smokes marijuana. 
Well, according to this film, yeah, that's true. And, uh, hey, I don't know that it's not true, but uh, I think they probably, this guy can't handle the whole cape. But apparently he does because everybody knows yeah, he Hunter. he has nobody that works for him either. Nobody that works for him. Uh, and the money all goes either into his muscle car because it's not going into any of his clothes, which are all torn to shreds. This guy. Yeah, but that's his style, bro. Good looking guy. Ripped he shirts, ripped jeans. He's a handsome fella. He looks like, uh, he reminds me if Ricky Schroeder and Zac Efron had a baby. That is a great, that is a great comparison. Or had somebody that would carry, like they, uh, that is so on the nose. I'm actually kind of worried that you thought about it so long. I, th- I mean, I think it's pretty self-evident. Um, so uh, Hunter Strawberry is kind of a legendary character, and we know this because we do this. Uh, I actually like this scene a lot. We I do think these, it's the best scene in the movie. Probably. We do these whip cuts, kind of like a Wes Anderson uh, movie. This is another just Elijah Bynum just kind of showing off a lot. They uh, They whip, 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 whip. And each time they whip, they cut to a different kid who's got this urban legend about Hunter Strawberry. And I wrote down all the things that these kids claim that Hunter Strawberry does. Uh, first kid talks about how Hunter had uh, anal with the principal's wife, Raw Dog. Raw Dog. Yeah, no condoms involved. Uh, you know, and I think that's the thing that the principal got mad about there's the no condom yeah he kind of was like high-fiving until he took oh come on dude she's oh Pete's. what do we teach you in these schools uh, another kid is under the impression that hunter has a 10 inch dick he might say he might say cock 10 inch cock which uh too many inches in my opinion i mean i think it's i think that's probably about right you think that's you think you oh this gentleman or you think that everybody hunter Okay. Oh, no, not everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think 10... The world couldn't handle that. No, 10 is a lot of inches. There's a lot of people walking around like that 10 inch. That's so many inches, you know? I think Hunter's probably packing a good... Uh, he's probably got a uh, dark dick Ladong. Uh, He uh, killed a guy. Fucking killed him. Just uh, killed him. And What did he kill him for, Sean? Oh, uh, I don't. I don't remember because for putting uh, sprinkles. No, because no, no. No, he he all he does when they put sprinkles on his ice cream, he just burns down the ice. cream Oh, store. he burned down the ice cream store. Yeah, which on Cape Cod, I think some we could lose a couple of these ice cream stores. We could to, lose them, but for fucking sprinkles, dude. I I don't know. Like burn down a burn down an ice cream place for putting single ply toilet paper in the bathroom or something. <laughs> do ice cream places have bathrooms, or is that that type of they thing? Do. That they do. They do. They do have bathrooms, but they don't have toilet paper. They just have those little shitty napkins. Ice cream napkins. They're very small. They don't do anything. I have two kids. Whenever we get ice cream, it's just like, well, I guess we'll just use our fucking shirts because these napkins are dog shit. For the bathroom? You can't even get that oh, shit. Oh, for the ice cream. Yeah, you go to an ice cream stand. They got those little square I love napkins. ice cream. We should hit an ice cream stand sometime. We should go to Peaceful Meds. It's fucking right down the street, bro. Let's do a live record at Peaceful Meadows. That'll be our first live podcast. Let's put the shit in the car. Make sure you're fa- following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Balcony Boys Show. We're gonna. I'm announcing it here. We're doing a live pod. In the parking lot of the Peaceful Meadows Ice Cream Store. It's going to be insane. It's going to be crazy. If you, uh, you'll know you're in the right place because you'll see two men. You'll see the police cars. Yeah, just uh, two men in handcuffs being escorted away from <laughs> the ice cream store for swearing loudly into microphones. But let me at least get my ice cream. Uh, and then the last thing uh, they say that uh, makes him so crazy is that he rode a motorcycle 
in the rain. In the rain, which dude, that's insane. After you, you know, do raw it. anal with the principal's wife, a ten inch dick, it's murdering so, it's a guy, so bad, uh, burning down ice cream because of sprinkles, uh, riding your motorcycle in the rain, absolutely insane. It's dangerous. Well, anyway, Daniel uh, is instantly horny for this guy Hunter. He sees him at the party, and then uh, Daniel is working at the. Can you blame him though? Do you blame him? No, dude. This guy is fucking a specimen. He's like, I got to get some of that. Handsome boy. Uh, I got his name written down here. Alex Rowe is the actor. Alex Rowe. Uh, he has appeared in the third sequel to The Ring called Rings. Oh, he's in that? I guess I heard so. That, I heard that suck balls. Yeah, it can't be good, right? I didn't even see the second ring. I don't need. We need less sequels. Sometimes movies can just be movies. I think that's a very good, very good statement. Yeah, that's a. Well, they don't call us America's dumbest film critics. Can we put that on nothing. a T-shirt and sell it? Sometimes movies should just be movies. Yeah, no sequels. Well, I'll we... take. Uh, I'll take. You know what? Give me every Toy Story. Spare me. Have rings. You seen, have you seen the new one yet? Oh, loved it. Great. I haven't seen it. Two, four, three, one. That's my ranking. I just got uh, the second one. I'm showing my niece them before we take her to see it. Oh yeah. All right, hey man, rush through those. Those are great films. Love Toy Story. But anyway, Andy's not from New England. Fuck him. <laughs> uh, Daniel is working at the convenience store gas station. I don't know what he does. And Hunter's being chased down by the cops. He comes into the store. Daniel hides his weed and then yeah, instantly... It's like, he gets sent here. And then all of a sudden he's working there and he's going to parties with people he doesn't know. He he assimilates into this town pretty he quick. He does it like almost like he's uh, a spy. Yeah. Like for a foreign government. You think that's what's going on I don't here? think it's what's going on, but it's... I if, think he's an undercover cop. They just never really got to that part. All right. Uh, sorry. Gross. Please cut that out. People don't need that. No, yeah. Lives. Please. Please, this is a podcast right now. It's it's going good, but it's really only seven minutes of usable content. <laughs> uh, Timothy Chalamet. We go to uh, the next scene. So uh, uh, Daniel hides the weed for Hunter. The cops uh, leave them alone. Can't do anything. Yeah, the cops are pretty... Uh, They're on top of Hunter, the weed men of Cape Cod. Like the only... The weed man. Yeah. Not a great operation. If every cop hates you and is looking for you all the time, I don't know. But maybe. they haven't busted you. Yeah. Ah, we're going to get oh, you, my you goodness. son of a bitch. You're good, but not that good. Um, Daniel ends up at another party, and they do this very long, very cool. Another Elijah Bynum just showing off. This guy's got some skills. Is this the walkthrough? They the do party? the big walkthrough. It's long. It's like five minutes. They go through room to room. It's all one take. I love one take. Elijah Bynum, great job, I think. He does a nice job. Uh, and he ends up with in the room with Hunter, and he basically says, uh, I want to um, d- uh, do drugs with you. And then he does the weed, and he instantly faints, or he just passes out. Yes. He falls hard, and then 15 minutes into this movie, we get the title card. It seems weird. Weird, weird placement. Put it at the beginning and the end. That's where I want the name of the movie. I enjoy a movie that does that sometimes, though. The Departed does that. And uh, this. And that's uh, those, that's, that's the it. only two movies that's in really history. It, in the history of film. Uh, next scene, we're uh, at the drive-in. Uh, I took note of what's playing at the drive-in. 
Uh, a lot of good movies playing at the drive-in. Uh, not a bad week for movies. Naked Gun Two and a Half, The Smell of Fear, City Slickers, the original, uh, The Rocketeer, movie I love. Is that uh, uh, Billy Campbell, uh, Jennifer Connelly, Timothy Dalton? Guys, I'll put, it, I'll put it on the list. He flies planes. You never saw the Rocketeer? He flies planes. Have. He finds a rocket pack in his uh, some uh, barn. He puts it on. He's got a goofy, weird helmet. He fights Is Nazis. That Bill Pullman? Is that one no. of them No. Nope. Not Bill Pullman. You're thinking of... Uh, Bill Paxton? No, not Bill Paxton. I just I ran down. It's Billy Campbell. Denver. Samuel L. Jackson? Yes, Samuel L. Jackson. That's who it is. He's the Rocketeer. <laughs> I'm sick of these motherfuckers. <laughs> Motherfucking Nazis. And then they're showing a double feature. That was a good Samuel L. Jackson. You no, don't get wasn't. enough. That wasn't. That wasn't. Don't. Please don't. Please don't uh, flatter me like that. When I when I do an impression and it's good. All right. All I'll right. No. You know. I get it. Uh, you, you do nothing. When you give me faint praise for uh, bad impressions, uh, you know, it's just not good. It just hurts my feelings. And I can't grow. I need to grow as an impressionist. I'm never going to make it on America's Got Talent with that Samuel L. Jackson. Give me Woody Allen right now. Hey. Man, I want to say that was good, but I don't think you'll believe me. No, I won't. I won't. I'm going to keep working so on it, though. Sa- so what I'm saying is that I just wanted a sandwich. That's uh, my Woody Allen. That's not a bad uh, Woody Allen at all. And, and then furthermore. <laughs> oh, that was almost too good. I've been practicing. Dude, I... I told you I wanted to be the fucking impression guy on the podcast. Yeah, but you know that that's not uh, feasible. You've heard my voices. Here is where we meet Michaela Strawberry. She is... uh, She's everything. (laughs) She's everything a young boy wants. (laughs) She's the girl in town that they're all like, man. This narrator, this young boy... I still don't understand who he is. Well, I don't have any idea. But he is a little too specific in his introduction to Michaela Strawberry. Yeah, because she because it's uh she's uh she look, she's a very attractive young lady. But do we need the narrator telling us that everyone in town jerks off to her all the time? I don't I don't need that. No, you know. Yeah, it's implied. We know. You, we can tell. Ooh, she's sexy. You know how we know? Because she chews gum and she smokes. Yeah, we get it. We know. I think there might be a scene where she spits. Oh yeah, she don't fucking. She don't fuck around. Uh, well, anyway, sh- everyone she has ever dated has died. Yeah, and that's just normal for the Cape. It happens. Um, for a sea, for a seafaring town. So whoever she took to the, the nerd, she takes a nerd to prom. And then he takes her gum from underneath the phone thing. I, I, she took him to prom. She didn't take him to prom, did she? Her prom date is dead. Uh, the prom date died, and then the dude that went to Boston College. Yeah, who used to drive down himself. the Cape to date her. Yeah. She broke up with him, and then he hung himself. Um, she's kind of a black widow, um, and she is with her boyfriend at the drive-in. Timothy Chalamet is in his car by herself. They have a fight, her and her boyfriend. She gets out of the car. She just walks fucking summer bird she's dating. She walks six feet and then just gets in the car of a stranger. Some a guy, right in. guy she's never met before. Uh, and then uh, he's just trying to watch the film. He just and she just to... goes, hey, let's fucking screw. Let's go. 
Big Leslie Nelson fan. Fuck, I cannot say the name. And you know what? And that's that's very rude of her. A movie like Naked Gun Two and a Half. That's once in a lifetime. You got. I mean, they made like five of them. You got the great Leslie Nielsen. You got the great. Said that pretty good. O.J. Simpson. Had a hot. Oh my god. (laughs) He's great in those films. Okay, I'm sorry he murdered those two people, but he's funny in the Naked Gun films. And you and you like him on Twitter. Yeah. Well, you know he's doing a nice job. (laughs) Hasn't murdered anybody yet. He's not killing it there. Oh boy. Boom. Uh, they drive off, uh, and then she drives, uh, he drives her home, and then he tells her a joke. Who charms her? Bill. This joke is so long and so bad. I don't even remember what it was, and I've watched it twice. I can't imagine that anybody- I think I looked at my phone halfway through the joke. (laughs) (laughs) I got to go to the bathroom and came back. This kid is still telling this fucking joke. Dude, it's still the fucking setup? What are you doing, kid? Uh, anyway, uh, I can't, I can't believe that she ever agrees to see him ever again. Well, it's in the script. Oh, that's right. Fuck. They're just slaves to the writer. And she didn't, she didn't agree to it then. She got out and she was like, oh, she wouldn't even tell him her name. That's true. Yeah. And then he runs into her. But we know her name. This, all this guy's got to do is listen to the narrator. This guy's fucking blabbing all about her. Yeah. Cause he's too busy thinking things. Impure thoughts, probably. Yeah. Probably, a lot know. of impure thoughts in the 90s. We got rid Dude, of them. It was a fucking time. With the cleansing. It was an impure time. Gross. It was very impure. That's Purell wasn't invented. Lustful. It's, it was a very lustful time. You think we've lost the lust? I think that we've... we've In uh, this country? Yeah, we've gotten a lot of it. Yeah. You think it's, a lot of it was gone? Yeah, you have to. You, you yeah. stop putting Florida in the water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why there's all the Viagra now, because they put fluoride in the water to get rid of the lustfulness. And they just made, just gave us old horniness? Yeah. Weird. Seems like it uh, didn't work at all. It didn't. It just made us all hornier, but now we need pills for our dicks. Yeah. Okay. It was really just to sell dick pills. That's what everything is about, pretty much. <laughs> that You know what? That ain't a bad way. That ain't a bad way to run a business. Hey. You want to make a pill that solves a problem, you got to create that problem first. Can't uh, can't cure cancer. We're too busy. We got to get these old guys fucking again. Too busy with these dick pills. Hey, you're in your prime. You're retired. And you want to be horny. And have you, a kid. Enjoy, no, they're not having kids. Just have a kid. I guess maybe they're having kids. They with, can have kids. With younger Dude, women. Uh, uh, the male spermatozoa. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Please forgive me for being too clinical here. I, you know, Bill, I know that you're not a father yourself, but this is not the time to have the birds Mil- and the bees chat spermatozoa with me. Okay, here can, we go. Anyway, can still uh, make a baby like forever. Like that, that does not go bad. Yeah, some 77 year old guy pops still a Viagra. Mick Jagger, dude. Mick Jagger has a kid every fucking three months. Well, good for him. Roughly, yeah. I don't know. It's that's a European. With you know, they do the metric. Yeah, they gestate uh, faster over there. Kilomonts, I think they go by. Uh, Kilomonts, Sean, like kilometers. Hey, Daniel Get and it? Hunter. Yes, I got it. Uh, there's so much plot to this fucking movie, man. It's it's yeah, a lot happens. Uh, Daniel and Hunter, they start working together. Uh, we meet uh, Thomas Jane. He is a cop named Calhoun. Uh, every time he talks, it is long, and it is weird, and I yeah, can't follow real, any of real Thomas weird Jane's vibe. monologues. 
Always happy to see Thomas Jane. I think I think a, he's a really good actor. Good guy. Uh, I don't know if he's a good guy. He could be a piece of shit. I have could no be. idea. He could be. And now I'm leaning towards it now that you're trying to sell it so hard that he's a good guy. I'm thinking, what does he have you covering? What are you hiding, Thomas yeah, Jane? Yeah, what does he have you lying about? Um, Daniel wants to step it up, man. Every time I see him, I think of Arrested Development. I just want my kids back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daniel uh, and Hunter, they start working together. Daniel wants to step it up. He wants to to expand off the cape. He wants to be selling all the weed fucking to all Quincy, of my guy in Quincy. We go up to fucking... They go up to Medford, I think, to this haunted house. Uh, Daniel, it's his cousin knows a guy up in Medford. Daniel's going in alone. Hunter's going to stay in the car. Uh, and Daniel goes in. Everybody has just got, like, fucking belts around their arms. They're shooting needles in their fucking eyeballs. This house is strung out. And it's a party house. It's party a fun house. place. Yeah, it looks fucking super fun. Uh, and then uh, a guy uh, doesn't trust uh, Daniel, and he pulls a gun at him, and then Hunter comes up from Which behind. Which, I mean, to be fair to that guy, fucking, what are you doing, Daniel? You fucking walk in and start, what are you, wearing a Hawaii piece of shit? Yeah, Daniel's kind of a fucking square. I would, I would be suspicious if he came up and was like, hey, I'd like 200 pounds of drugs, yeah, please. I can get so much drugs. Um. Well, anyway, Hunter comes up from behind and in a part of the film that I don't love, uh, beats the fucking shit Dude, out of this guy fuck, with the butt there's of no a way, gun. There's no way he didn't die. Yeah. I mean, we find out in a second that he didn't die. But Yeah, but I think they Hunter just wrote that in that the gun script to and cover just him. just smashes his skull like to 12 fucking times, dust. A little too much. <laughs> Dude, he hit him like six extra times. It's a little aggressive for... Defending a kid that you just met that you don't give a shit yeah, about. Yeah. Well, anyway, he murders a man. Yeah, he's got a tap of that one. And then they just leave. Uh, police uh, never get involved. That seems weird, don't you think? Yeah, it seems like they should I mean, do Medford, a little. Though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and also did it look like anybody in that house noticed that this guy was dead. I mean, there were actually seven people like standing in the hallway watching it happen. Uh, so that that weird scene happens, and then it's followed by perhaps uh, the only. Stranger scene that happens, bashes the guy's skull with the gun, and then we cut to Daniel with a lollipop in a pharmacy. Oh, we have the lollipop scene. Yeah, this follows the the next scene. So Daniel has just witnessed a man's brains poured out onto the floor. Then he goes to the pharmacy to I don't know. I believe it's the next day though. I don't. Yeah, think no, it's the yeah, same he doesn't day. go that night. Well, anyway, he's got a lollipop and he's just hanging out in the pharmacy and he sees the girl Michaela that he drove home. And he uh, decides to do an accident, little little meet cue, like, "Oh, hey, weird bumping into you in this aisle." She's looking for Epsom salt. Uh, she says to quote, "Throw on slugs." You know, when she first like uh, when I first saw that scene, I missed why she was looking for the Epsom salt, and I just assumed it was for a foot bath. I, and I rewound be, right? it. I rewound it, and she was like, "Oh, you ever put it on slugs?" And I was like, "That was not what I thought she was talking about." Yeah, I don't. I I hope that that's a joke. Uh, oh but, no! You ever put salt on a slug? Yeah, it's uh, well, it's horrendous. No, I don't. Uh, I mean, it's just the circle of life, bro. It's what no, Elton, it's <laughs> what Elton John sings about. <laughs> At no point in the Lion King was the lesson like, "Hey, there's fucking slugs." You know, throw some salt on them and watch them burn to death. Fucking third verse, bro. Oh, that's right. Fuck shit. It's the circle of life. Throw some salt on a slug. And the sodium. 
get a magnifying glass. Burn up some and save this for the Patreon. Snap the neck of cats. You're a serial killer. Burn down the school. It's a circle of life. I didn't know. I didn't know you could sing so good. I got a great voice. It's like a baritone. What are you like? Uh, Daniel's in the pharmacy next day. I like uh, this scene. He runs into Michaela. He's got a lollipop. He uh, sets it up so he accidentally bumps into her. She's looking for Epsom salt for slugs. Then in, I jeez, this is where I need to know how I need to know the ages of these characters stat because this was. Some kind of thing for me. She takes the lollipop right out of his mouth. Yeah. Pops it into her own mouth. Just gets gives it a little suck. Yep. And then pops it back into his mouth. And I mean it's just like a kiss. This is a movie that, uh, to its credit, no nudity. None. Even though they mentioned that she might have a mole on uh Yeah, on her uh, no nudity. No uh nobody uh has uh simulated intercourse at any point. There isn't. I don't think so. I don't think anybody fucks in this film. Uh, I don't think they do. I think there might be something with Hunter and uh, the girlfriend. I I mean it, I think it's implied that they're all having sex with each other, but they never show any of it. They never show it. I mean they, they don't show penetration. No, obviously. but they don't even show them like huh making eyes at each other. They're just all it's very like pure in that way and innocent i mean other than the fact that they're you know selling drugs and cocaine and they're whipping people in the hell skull with fucking guns and shit yeah but you mean sexually pure yeah you there's no there's nothing chaste. like that chaste very chaste except for this scene which is because of the absence of all that shit super fucking horny he i <laughs> dude i don't know what if i i don't know if i was in this kid's shoes right I'm 18 or whatever. I'm living on the Cape. I don't know anybody. And the the girl that everybody in town jerks off to, according to our narrator, once again, got to hit that point. And also... She the- takes my fucking lollipop out of my mouth, pops it in her mouth, puts it back in my mouth. I, I don't think... I, I I think you just you end up... Uh, 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 bu- with bu- a baby? Yeah, you, yeah, I think that's how babies are made. <laughs> I think you end up with a baby. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're stuck with that. Yeah, and then you raise it, and you hopefully you do a better job than Daniel's parents did with him. Jesus Christ, this kid. Well, his father died. I think they did a pretty good job with him until the father died. Yeah, and then he got a little, he got a, to be a little much, and the hey, mother couldn't in, handle it. In fairness to to Mama Daniel, we don't uh, we don't ever see any scenes of uh, them, uh, you know, raising him or child uh, bearing. Do we talk about where it was from? Does it say what town he's from? Is he from Massachusetts? I think he's from the North Shore or something like that. So he's all kinds Dirt of fucked bag. up piece of shit. I'm glad your dad's dead. Whoa, me? No, Daniel, Daniel, oh, Daniel, Daniel, right. Daniel, Daniel. Right. Still seems a little aggressive. Uh, so the next scene after this, so much happens so fast. Lollipop boner. Then he gets grabbed. <laughs> Lollipop boner. Then he gets grabbed by uh, two guys in a van. Oh, yeah. They this, already have Hunter. fucking... Decks, dude. Uh, uh, it turns out this is the other. Uh, this is the last main character that we're gonna meet is named Dex, and it turns out Dex 
Uh, is it drug kingpin or something? I don't know. I, there's there's all this talk about these guys up in Portland that provide everything, and Dex is somehow mixed in with them. And Dex grabs them, and he's saying, you guys are doing good work. Now you work for me. You're going to get everything from me, which, hey, fucking makes my life easier. Yeah, but also, hey, I'm an independent contractor, sir. Yeah, but, you know. Do you even provide any type of health plan? Well, this is where we learn that the guy that gets his skull smashed, he uh, now he shits in a bag, but he's alive. Um, and then they take him to a Which, diner. hey, is that really being alive? No, uh, yeah. Shitting in a bag? Hey, you know what? It, given the choice between death and shitting in a bag... <sighs> man, I'm... All right, a, I get it. I'll, yeah. I'll shit in a bag. I'm a I mean, death. technically... Well, yeah, toilet's kind of like a bag anyways. Right? So technically, we all shit in a bag. Yeah, you know, if I'm shitting in a bag, I can pretend I'm on like a tour with a band. Dude, if you, know? you shit in a bag, you can shit anywhere. And that's... That's pretty good. That's perfect. That's what they tell you to do with uh, dogs. Let them teach them how to shit everywhere. Shit on the street, shit in grass. And then they won't shit anywhere. And then they won't shit anywhere. They just hold it up until they explode. I... <laughs> Bad boy. They go to the diner. Dex orders... I had to rewind this scene to to verify. He orders fucking... three waffles stacked, one on top of the other. Not three plates of waffles, which is, that's still a lot. He just goes to the waitress, excuse me, could I have three waffles, one on top of the other? And then he pours all the syrup on them, and then he does not share. I We're mean, to believe he doesn't that this, have to share. He's a fit young man, and he's eaten three waffles. Uh, but this he's, all, he's probably stoned. Oh, for sure, he's getting high on his own supply. Yeah. Well, anyway, this partnership with Dex turns out to be uh extremely lucrative because very they, lucrative. They introduce uh, Daniel's cousin, the Lucky Jew, and then there's a montage of them making all the money, just duffel bags after so duffel bags money. of money, more and money. They keep- they then, keep just saying 15 pounds, 20 pounds. Yeah, it goes up each time. They're selling more and more and just making money. Uh, just di- them. There's no just supply them. network. They nope. don't have a guy down in No, they like, have. Now they Dennis have Dex. Dex is, yeah, Yonath. no, it's just the two of them driving around the Cape selling all the weed. Uh, Daniel is uh, got full of confidence now that he didn't have before. So in that way, this, uh, this uh, adventure Buys a down- Corvette. This, advent- this adventure down the Cape has been great for this boy. He's full of life. Uh, sure, he's committing uh, a numerous crimes. And I work at the gas station, and all of a sudden I drive a shiny vet. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But- after, after the cop had pulled him over already, right? Yeah, Thomas Jane is on to this fucking guy. Uh, Daniel goes to the carnival that's in town, and then he just, uh, uh, with a box of Epsom salt in his hands, because he's a fucking charmer, he goes up and he just grabs Michaela and he lays a smooch right on her. No, he doesn't. He goes up and he gives her the Epsom salt. Yeah. And then he walks away and then he turns around and he goes back. Oh, he goes back. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, he does that and then he gets the shit kicked out yeah. of him. By the fucking summer bird. Uh, and then uh, now we, then we meet Hunter meets a girl at a diner that just she loves ketchup, man. She had so much oh, fucking dude. ketchup on her fries. That. Ugh. And then I mean, this... she seemed perfect until that happened. And then I was you don't like, put oh I you dude put, I like ketchup man for put dipping ketchup on don't fries. put your fucking ketchups on top no, of the fries. No. Nicole, my wife actually does that, but that was still a it's fucking gross, dog shit. Now I gotta gr- eat fries yeah. with my fucking fork. No thank yeah. you. Dip, grab it. Dip. Mm. 
But even the amount of fries that this girl put on her fries was oh, just she, obscene. Yeah. yeah, her cholesterol is out of control. Obscene. Somebody else at the table probably wants ketchup, and there won't be enough now. No, no, no. Yeah, no. And you know what? And she got a good flow coming out of that glass bottle, too. She hit that 57 perfect. Next scene. What do you think? Is that the 57 varieties? Is that... Uh, is that I, why they call it 57, I, or is it 57, Heinz 57 ingredients? I think it's the 57 ingredients. How many, how many ingredients do you, can you name that it would be in ketchup? Uh, most of them are just going to be chemicals at this well, point. No, I'd say tomatoes. Tomatoes. Salt. Salt. And that's pretty much it. That so, yeah, that's of. it. Slugs. Maybe glucose. Glucose. Uh, sodium. Polysorbonate. Uh, you a fan of polysorbonates? I love polysorbonates. The polysorbonate spree. Love them. Okay. <laughs> uh, next scene, they go to the drive-in, and then we, we watch. I miss a drive-in. Two like minutes. A good drive-in? I don't. They still have uh They got a couple of drive-ins. There's a drive-in down the Cape. Well, that's probably where they filmed this. I mean, uh, they filmed the whole thing on the Cape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a drive-in uh, in, in, in Menden. That's owned by the well, fan, let's just focus, fan of Gourmet Boys. No, let's just I don't know where it Cape. is down the Cape. I, I don't like a drive-in. I don't like a drive-in. I don't want to watch two movies back-to-back. I don't want to yeah, watch... Yeah, but you a... can leave. You don't have to fucking stay for it. Yeah, but why don't, why don't, I just, why don't we just go to the movie theater where the sound has been uh, uh, fine-tuned? Because you in your car. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Well, that makes why sense. Why don't you love America, bro? Uh, just, you know, there seems like a lot of problems lately. They watch... <laughs> Fair enough. They watch two minutes of Terminator Two, which that that you had a problem with this. The didn't fucking <laughs> balls, the balls to put to, to put the idea that Terminator Two exists into your movie, and then to show clips of it. I don't know how many people have watched this film and then said, "Oh fuck, dude! All right, yeah, no, I, Hot Summer Nights. We'll be back." And then watch Terminator 2 start to finish and then never seen the end of Hot Summer Nights. I would imagine that the majority of people that watch this film get to that scene and then they go, all right, we got to watch Terminator 2 now. I didn't. Well, that we have to do this because we're we're independent journalists. Because we're professionals. Yeah, we have to do this. We have to study and we have to talk about this. We're bringing truth to journalism. Guys, if to the filmmakers out there, don't put better movies in your movies. They could have watched The Rocketeer, and then I would have been like, ah, you know what? I got to watch The Rocketeer again. Terminator 2, it took everything in me to not put that on. Terminator 2 is a perfect film. Eh, not a fan. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Are you serious? No, I like it. I'm Jesus sorry. Christ. Calm down, bro. God damn it. I don't like, I don't like films where robots come back from. <laughs> I don't like time travel and robots. I'm not a fan of films with robots that come back from the future that are some kind of parable for Christ and the archangel. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, Daniel. Uh, but get, other than that, I thought it was perfect. Yeah, it's a great film. I love Terminator 2. I love Terminator. But when you say don't don't play a better film in your film, this is still a good film. But it's like in Twister when they go to the drive-in and Twister when the tornado rips through and they're watching The Shining. Oh, All I Shannon can do is, is such a good film. Yeah, but don't you want to just, uh, you know, uh, Twister, you're fun, but uh, yeah, we should watch The Shining. Yeah, instead. but you're in the theater with the tornadoes? Nah, that was fun, bro. When no, Twister they came They were out? at a drive-thru. Or were they in a the theater? No, they were at a drive-thru in, uh, tw- in uh, yeah. Twister. 
Not a New England film. I think they were in Wellfleet. Uh, he planes of Wellfleet. He uh, he gets up to go to the old restroom. He passes Michaela Strawberry, the girl he kissed, and then she follows him into the men's room. Well, the friend first the oh the friends uh, yeah give him the business. They give him the business. They go, how dare you? What gives you the right? But one of them like shit talks him, but then gives him the uh, hey, you know, we'll see. Maybe you want to surprise kiss me with some Epsom salt. Uh, they uh they go in. She goes in the bathroom and they they kiss in the bathroom. And then we get a montage of them uh, uh, dancing like they're listening to Fleetwood Mac in a parking lot. They break into, yeah, they a, break bar. into a bar. Uh, it's all set to... How uh, old are they? That's that's the thing. It's all... I don't know. It's all set to uh, the song Hospital by the Modern Lovers. It's actually a great uh, little montage, and the music is uh, perfect. Um, but... Then we cut back to Hunter. He's got a swell gal, doesn't he? Uh, turns out her dad. Swell gal. Thomas Jane. Her dad's the cop that hates Hunter. The cop. Uh, in a thing that doesn't ever really pay off. Yeah, but that's just like. It's just, it's like a too, it's too cute. It's too cute of a screenwriting thing. Yeah, but it's like uh, Michaela being Hunter's sister. It's just everything is so coincidental in this. I think that really this movie never took. I think it's mostly a true it story in so much it, that there this little narrator boy has never been outside of his fucking germ bubble that he lives in this house and he made up all these stories. I think he's uh, from uh, Ravi Mara there. You think we got a little uh, Saint Elsewhere type Stewart. thing? Jimmy Stewart, Ravi Mara. He's oh yeah, he's wheelchair. watching all this. Yeah, he's in his wheelchair masturbating. Yeah, he thinks he's the only person in town. He just, I assume everybody's, I, I can't stop jerking <laughs> off to Is this girl. Everybody? must be everybody. Nope. She just happens to live across the street from you, and you can see her shadow through the shade, and now you've <laughs> put all this on her. Uh, Calhoun, uh, Thomas Jane is uh, Hunter's uh, girl's dad. There's a, a weird scene of him, her sneaking back into the house, and... I don't know. I this Thomas Jane character is not for me, and I think uh, maybe in a different version of this movie he's more important. But uh, I mean, this movie is so long that we feel like we should have flushed out it, that guy. I mean, it's it feels longer than it's only an hour and forty five. Yeah, think, but this this movie never takes one breath for no, one it second. It moves. It around just goes a lot. fucking boom, boom, boom. It's very kinetic and it's. It is. Uh, it's a lot to take in one sitting. I had to break it up. I had to watch an hour, and then I finished it uh, a little bit later on. Yeah, I've watched it a couple times. Well, you're, that's because you're fucking horny for Michaela Strawberry. No, that's because we uh, fucked up recording it, and I'm getting old, so I had to refresh oh. my memory <laughs> on what happened. Uh, they go to an arcade. Daniel is with uh, Michaela. Hunter is with... Uh, Love an arcade. Amy. I enjoy the uh, medium of video games. Not a bad. Arcades, not, they're fun. Not bad. Not they're not fun anymore. I like an arcade where you. No, go they in. were in 1991 though. Yeah, great. I don't need tickets. I don't want to. That's the yeah. This is set right. 1991. That's right in your warehouse. What were you fucking? I was. Six? Uh, what would I have been? Were you born in '83? I would have been eight years old, maybe. So I would have been going to great yeah, times yeah, in Abington, Massachusetts. In place. Replay was replay still there. Uh, no, great. I would. I my arcade of choice when I was eight was uh, Great Times, down on. Uh, uh, 123 in Abington, right right, uh, right before you get to the submarine galley. 
Oh yeah, I think I know what that was. Yeah, it's a. It was a. They turned it into a gym for a little bit, and now it's. Uh, I don't know what it is, but it's gone. And uh, we used to go there. Uh, they did go to the arcade. Little, did you just cry a little bit? Yeah, because I'm emotional because I, I he Daniel uh, just like uh, Peter in the Bible denies Michaela three times to Hunter. <laughs> he does keep denying her. Yeah, he just go. It oh, really I, upset me just when a I, girl that I just yeah. met. And she's like, what the fuck? When I found out that it was that they were brother and sister, it upset me. I yeah. was like, that is just that shouldn't happen. Well, anyway, yeah, but in, in uh, Michaela, Michaela and Hunter are estranged. I are both their parents dead? I don't. I don't no, quite know the, what's going on. The mother is. The mother is passed. The father's still alive. Father Michaela st- lives with the father. Okay. Is there any kind of weird things implied with that? What? What? The father? Yeah. No. No. Okay. So no. He Hunter. Uh, I didn't know if there was drugs. like a weird because you know it wouldn't I wouldn't put it past this movie to also be like oh dude that's what, being molested by her dad also I was very relieved when it turned out that Thomas Jane was not molesting his daughter because it, okay, that look, was, I'm not convinced that that's not what's that happening. was fucking okay that there's a lot of things there's being, a weird vibe coming off that a lot of shit being implied in that scene and I think that uh, we can just go ahead and say that that um, is probably uh, what's happening. That's what's happening in my I was mind. Glad, well, I was glad that they didn't show it. Um, Daniel in, uh, make, uh, makes it up with Michaela somehow. She says uh, something. I thought this was a, a great little poetic little line. He wants to basically say that he loves her, but she stops him and says, if you want to tell me at summer's end, tell me then. Right? Hey. That makes sense. Yeah, it's nice. Don't tell me now. Uh, Daniel is now, uh, I, I mean, this kid is tapped in the head. Uh, two months ago, he's never smoked weed, and now he wants to start selling cocaine. Hunter does not yeah, want to. Yeah, that's excessive, dude. What the fuck? Um, and Hunter is rightly worried that Daniel's going to start, fu- he's going to fuck up the thing they have with Dex. Um, Hunter and Michaela meet up. Because Hunter is trying to find out who is banging his sister. What does that note even mean? And she wants him to stop selling drugs. So she says, uh, we can be friends again if you stop selling yeah. drugs. Well, that's what she wanted. Their mother wanted him to stop selling right. drugs before On her she deathbed, died. And, he, and didn't. he didn't do it. And that's why Michaela doesn't like him. And he, also, we're talking about fucking pot. Yeah. <laughs> like, cut the shit. That's I mean, I know it's 91. Yeah. But in retrospect, it's fucking legal in the state now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, legal in the state uh, 20 years later. 30? Uh, yeah. No. Uh, 28? 28, 25, 26. 28? 27. <laughs> 20. Well, what? No, it was... two. Th- what? 91. Who cares? Well, look, we can't get into this right now. We're so close <laughs> to the end of this fucking movie. Hey. We're, and we're almost done. We've done this podcast twice. We cannot talk a second longer than we need right. to about well, Hot fucking, Summer Nights. Why are you screaming then? I don't just know. Just keep going. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to just All right, try to where make are sense we, then? of this. They have uh, a whole thing. She finds out that Daniel is selling drugs with Hunter. and She's not happy. She, she ain't happy. And this is all in the time that the entire cape is about to get smashed in the face with Hurricane Bob, a big hurricane that's coming at the end of August. Uh, it's a real hurricane. We lived through it. Real hurricane. We actually had a tropical storm like a week later that was worse. 
Yeah. We had a downburst. Uh, no, I think that was a couple years later. Never mind. And then this was at, this was uh, like two months before the perfect storm storm. Yeah, the perfect storm is in October of 91. Uh, and this is Hurricane Bob. It was a real thing. I remember it. It was the first hurricane I can recall uh, in my life. I was very nervous about it. Turns out it was a big nothing for where we live. But uh, down the Cape, it ends up doing a uh, billion dollars worth of damage. And it, and it kind of sets the stage for this final act of this movie. Uh, but not before Daniel takes a trip up to Maine to see William Fickner, our old buddy from The Perfect Storm. Love him. Always great. happy to see William Fickner. And so this good. Scene what a great actor. Me. This scene sucks all Dude, the it's, shit. It's a complete Boogie Nights ripoff. It's, and Elijah, listen, I, I enjoy your movie. I think he did a great job. I mean, I think he knows that this is. Oh, obviously he does. I mean, um, he fucking. It's, it's just. It's so on the nose, man. William Fickner is doing a poor man's version of Alfred Molina in the in the Sister Christian firecracker scene in Boogie Nights. And they just replaced the firecrackers with the piano. With the, uh, yeah, there's a naked girl playing piano. Ah, she, she's got underwear on, I believe. Oh, yeah. No, oh, so there is a little bit of nudity in this film. but it I, is... I don't think you can see any nipple. I don't think you see any huh. breastages. Okay, that's fair. Uh, but it, she is definitely topless, and she's definitely playing piano. And William, she is definitely playing piano. She is absolutely playing piano, or at least piano noises are being made, and yes. she's sitting at on the, the piano. soundtrack. Is piano? Uh, William Fickner is uh, in a bathrobe, and uh, he makes uh, he's going to sell Daniel a bunch of cocaine. But in order to do that, he needs to make sure that Daniel's not a narc, so he makes him do a bunch of... Uh, just one line. Just one line of blow. And then Daniel gets fucking fired up like the Incredible Hulk, but then it turns out it's just baby formula. And that's how uh, William Fickner knows that uh, Daniel's just a piece of shit. And he says, I'm going to rob you of your money. I'm going to take all your money. I'm going to take it because I can. And then Dex is going to kill you. And then that's it. William Fickner's out of the movie. Great get, I think, for one scene. Oh, absolutely. One scene in your debut film. William Fickner, give us a call if you hear this. I'm a big fan, man. I just watched Heat recently. He's we talked. great in Heat. He's great in everything. He's, He's a just great a actor. good actor. And uh, I was happy. I saw his name in the credits, and I just kept waiting for him to show up. And then I that scene I just, happened. I'm like, what the? F it, I mean, but I mean, you know, this is a this I is. I almost want to say it's got to be a homo homage. Homage? How oh, to it? Boogie Nights. Is it, it homage? Homage, Is it yes. a silent H? How am I pronouncing it? Uh, wrong. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's just, it's too much. It's too on the nose. Like it's a tribute. Yeah. I mean, if if all of the visual flair. Like even Timothy this... Chalamet, like his reaction sitting on the couch, like watching it all unfold is fucking, it's Digla. Yeah. Um, and then the hurricane hits. And Daniel shows back up to Hunter. Dex calls Hunter and says, you got to kill Daniel. Uh, Daniel, uh, Hunter lets him get away. Um, just lets him go. He just goes, hey, fuck off, man. And then Dex shows up. And Daniel still says, oh, no, I'm not dating her. Yeah, he's like, dude, denying it. And he's like, dude, I'm not dude. mad. I don't we care. Get it. Just tell just, me. You're fucking my sister. Or just not. Just tell me. 
Just I don't care. Be She's honest. my baby. Some summer bird came and kissed my baby sister. Honesty is the best policy. And Daniel, don't subscribe to that. But uh, Dex shows up, and he's mad that Hunter doesn't have a dead body to show him. Yeah, where's the dead body? And Hunter where's goes, your boy? And Hunter goes, well, he never came back. Which is, I mean, how do you prove that he didn't come back? You don't. Well, anyway, Dex uh, pulls a gun and just shoots Hunter. Hey, drug dealers are going to drug deal. Hey, it sucks, but uh, that's what happens. This is uh, this is where we flash back. I was kind of surprised that, that Hunter got got. He did get got. He deserved it. He flew too close and to the sun. They say at the end that uh, he left a pretty corpse, but it's, I'm pretty sure he got shot in the face. Yo, yeah, he is. So how yeah. pretty? I mean, his body's probably still banging. Yeah, I mean, is the face part of a corpse? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean. Uh, now we cut back to the beginning of the film where Daniel gets uh, T-boned by the car. Yeah, what's the bridge that it, it does the overhead? Is that just computer generated? Uh, it seems It looks that like way. they're trying to do a Bourne Sagamore bridge thing, but it's not the Bourne Sagamore. No, no, no. It, this is off cape at best um, and probably part of uh, a computer. But uh, but maybe you not. You think it's a, a uh, computer simulation? He he gets hit by the, the car and he walks away. Uh, and then Michaela goes to the gas station uh, or the mechanic shop. And finds her dead ass brother. His fucking- well, she already she went to the gas station. He when he gets hit, he's chasing her, right? Is that when no. she goes no, to no, the no, gas no. station with the money? And I, he Daniel is just fucking off somewhere else. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. I don't know where he is. He's become very unreliable. Yeah, and, and you know what? Hey, narrator, fuck you. Get this shit straight. Yeah, you're telling the story, asshole. Get fucking wheel your wheelchair over to a different window. Yeah, wheel over to from Google another Maps. angle. You know, get a road atlas in ninety one or whatever you need. Get some stop fucking putting everything on Michaela. Let her live her life, dude. You're she, gonna rub yourself raw. She goes down to talk to Hunter, finds his dead body, and then uh, Daniel breaks into her bedroom. I think. Oh, I don't know what the fuck happens here. The ending of this movie just I, it threw me. I was just so tired. Uh, you were like, can it just end? It's just, it's so fucking much. And then there's a montage of actual footage of the actual hurricane destruction. And they go through that. Yeah, the, that was a little weird. There was a million, billion. A billion dollars worth of damage on Cape Cod that summer from the storm. Um, and then they, they cut to Hunter Strawberry's funeral. and Only four people showed up. Only four people showed up. Uh, and then... Uh, his uh his girlfriend Amy's dad Calhoun Thomas Jane, he uh is it, the the rumor is that he paid for the funeral. I don't and and also that he cried, but nobody knows. And then the fucking picture on the casket winks. Did it? Yeah, dude. I don't remember that. It goes wink. In the it. picture of Hunter? The picture of Hunter wins. Oh, dude, I would have shut the fucking movie off. <laughs> Was that how it ended? No, 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 no. Because then Daniel uh, rides away on a motorcycle. He's never seen again. And then uh, the last thing we see is the narrator uh, does uh, is just looking out the window. We finally see this fucking pesky little kid. And he sees Michaela standing in the middle of the road. And then... Uh, Oh, that's when he talks about being the last one to see her alive. Yeah, and then he says his li- uh he says our lives will never be the same. And it's like, hey dude, fuck your life is still the fucking same. You yeah. fucking nerd. You fucking didn't nothing useless. happened to you. 
And then that's the end of the movie, man. That, it's, a lot happens in three months on Cape Cod, June, August, hey, July. That's a good summer on the Cape, man. Hey, man, you're busy. <laughs> we all grow up sometime, right? We all pine for the days where we become drug kingpins yeah. in a span of... 72 hours. Hey, we all like to smoke the dubs and at a at a summer party on the Cape. Yeah. Well, we all like to meet the girl of our dreams and 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 woo her and love her and lose her and win her back and then dodge her her vengeful brother and then uh run away and then come back and then find his corpse and, and then, then a hurricane comes and then, then a hurricane does a billion dollars worth of damage aunt barb never fucking notices that you just have disappeared yeah like what happened like fucking at one point right when he goes back to see hunter and he's like man dex is gonna kill me and hunter tells him hey get out of here and never come back it's like how fucking hot is that he doesn't live on the cape yeah, just fucking go, just go home, home, dude. You got school starting in a couple weeks, bud. Like, seriously. Uh, so let's You don't not... have to be a coke kingpin, dude. <laughs> the escalation from wanting to sell weed to wanting to sell cocaine, even though they have nothing but money. They have so much money. So much money. He's driving a fucking brand new vet. I don't know. I It's, uh, it's, a, it's a lot. It's a lot. This movie is a lot. Uh, it's executive produced by Peter Farrelly. Um, I don't them. I don't know what that means. It means uh, that's our second. It's our second Farrelly Brothers movie. Yeah, this <laughs> it's this, not a Farrelly Brothers. Yeah, this movie, is a Farrelly right? Brothers joint. We haven't actually. It's uh, a Farrelly joint. He uh, if he produced it, right? Yeah, I think so. Bill, uh, we gotta we gotta do it. We gotta do the ratings, bro. Let's go. Boondock Saints scale. Is this a Boondock Saints, a Boondock Saints two, or not a Boondock Saints? I'm giving it a not a Boondock Saints, dude. Okay. I enjoy it. I I'm mean, gonna... it's a little uh, it's a little much at times, and the the fucking not it is a boogie nights. <laughs> <laughs> that is for sure. That this... boogie night scene really. Oh man, this is a this is a young adult boogie nights for yeah. sure. Uh, I'm giving this thing a Boondock Saints. I, if they had cut out that Boogie Night scene, you would have fucking been about five minutes shorter. It would have felt so much. I I don't know. Then then we lose William Fickner. He gives he does give a great performance. It, all he the does, acting, it, his performance is good, and even uh, the girl at the piano gives a great. Uh, she plays plays the piano. Yeah, lovely. She, she gives a nice. Uh, she she does that. When she stops for a second and looks over and gives that haunted look, I think I think and Ezra Ezra uh, Elijah's brother there, oh, there he is Chester doing the coke. Uh, I think I'm giving this a Boondock Saints. I think uh, it is competently made. I think Elijah Bynum is uh, visually a very talented director. He obviously has skills. This movie fucking flies. It never dude, stops first, moving. The first fifteen minutes, I was like, I love this fucking movie, dude. Uh, yeah, that I thought it started. The so opening hot. up till the title card is uh, is real is real fun. I still don't understand how he got to that party so early. But. Uh, the crime movie and stuff. The, uh, this movie just shifts tone so many times, and there's so much that happens. But it's competently made. It 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 looks fucking beautiful. It really does. It looks um, great. But it's just, it's so much. Um, and I think all the performances are good. I think Timothy Chalamet is good. I think Hunter is... Uh, Alex Rowe, is that his name, right? Yeah, he's a professional soccer player. I don't know if he's done oh, any other that's acting. that's where the body comes from, bro. But, uh, you know, I think he's fine. I think uh, Micah Monroe is good in this. William Fickner is good. Thomas Jane's... I, I think everybody does a good job. It's just, it's not for me. 
And if that ain't the definition of a boondock saints, I don't know what it is. So are you saying you did not enjoy it? I'm just saying I don't it's not a movie that I'm ever gonna want to watch again. Um it's not a film that I feel compelled to recommend to people. But if somebody was like, Hey, did you ever see Hot Summer Nights? I really like that movie, I'd be like, Oh, okay. I get it. I'm not gonna try to talk anybody out of the people that like this movie, I'm not gonna be like, Hey, if you came up to me and you're like, Hey, Boondock Saints two is my favorite film, I'd be like, Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> but if you were like Boondock Saints, I like that movie, I'd be like, All right, I don't but you do. That's fine. People can like different things. And that's what Hot Summer Nights is to me. Right. Uh, you're giving this thing a... Uh, what are the, What do we do on this? Uh, how many Dropkick Murphys are you going to give this thing? I'll give it... Uh, I'll give it most of them. But it's like a Tuesday Night Show. Yeah, I'll give them, I'll do that. I'll go with that. I don't know. I don't quite know what that means. It's in the studio. They tour all the time. They're giving hundred. They? they give yeah. 100% any night of the Nobody week. Nobody gives a... It gives a hundred percent every night of the week. Uh, yeah. Like right now, what do you think you're giving on this right now? I uh, on this, I'm I'm 60, fucking leveling out at about sixty, sixty five, yeah, fifty five. I'm giving this a Dropkick Murphys, but they added in uh, a synth player, and they added in uh, a guy playing the theremin. Oh, because dude, it's just, that it's just is a, a little, fun instrument. It's just a little too much. I got to get one of you those. You know what I mean? You watch the Dropkick Murphys, and all of a sudden you get the fucking, uh, who's the fucking keyboardist in Rush? Getty Lee? Is that him? No, he's the bassist. Uh, then who's the does guy? Does he plays? play keyboards, too? I don't give a I shit. I think he does play keyboards, You got the too. guy with the 18 keyboards Oh, we're going to get our Rush heads out. He's, he's sitting in with the Dropkick Murphys. That's what this movie is. It's just, just a touch too much. Hey. If you're going to fucking email us whacking us in the dick over our fucking rush mistakes. Yeah, dude. Come on, please. Just fucking spell shit correctly. This ain't a rush cast. You can find those. All right. Um, uh, uh, Balconyboys at gmail.com, by Duncan's, the way. Duncan's, Starbucks, or Mary Lou's? I'll give it a Mary Lou's. Yeah, this feels like a Mary Lou's to yeah, me. Yeah, there's a lot down in Plymouth. And uh, I mean, there are Duncans on the case. And, too, uh, and you're constantly jerking off to uh, the staff of Mary Lou's. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I take that back. That was rude. <laughs> but because they're like the girl in the film that everybody's always jerking off to. The oh, yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> Save that one. Uh, how many culottes? Uh, I'm going to have a. Uh, you know how they do the uh, like the ice cream things? Oh, they put a little whipped cream on it. No, they do uh, like the frozen. <sighs> no coladas. I'm at fucking Mary Lou's. Oh, it's I, all fucking here's the dog. I don't know what the fuck. I've never stepped foot in a Mary Lou's because I'm not a pedophile, and uh, neither is anybody that you can't, uh, sh- you can't uh, prove that. Yeah, fair. Uh, <laughs> All right, I uh, I'm get, I don't know. Give it fucking a hundred coladas. Dude, I don't give, give me a, a so- I'll give it a soft serve. Uh, Bernie or Phil? It's uh, it's both. It's both of them. To me, we got to get some better ratings. Than yeah, that. we gotta, we gotta, we gotta work on the rating system. These ratings were really good the first two episodes. Yeah, but now it's like, who gives a shit about Bernie? And now it's and like, Phil? is it Candlepin? Is it Tenpin? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. It's Candlepin. This is Candlepin. This, candle candle this thing smells like a fucking bowling alley <laughs> in the nineties. It smells like shoes. Uh, uh, the last one though. This one we'll never uh, shake away. Does Hot Summer Nights earn a spot in the Dana Hersey movie loft? 
I'm going to say yeah. Yeah, I agree 100%. This is a perfect... You cannot mention that many towns in Massachusetts. This is a perfect movie law film. Throw this thing on television. Break up the action. They say Weymouth in it. This is one of these movies where I was sitting there going like, you know what I need right now? A fucking bong. commercial break. A bong hit. I need a commercial break. I need advertisements for Frasier reruns. I need a local ad. And I need a fucking medicine ad for some kind of food. Need to be cream. able to hop outside and take a rip off the vape. Yeah, let me give me a little bit of a break. Throw this in the movie loft. Uh, uh, Hit the popcorn button. I got no problem with that, ladies and gentlemen. That was hot summer nights. Uh, if you enjoyed what you heard, uh, shoot us an email: balconyboysshow at gmail dot com. But before that, thank you for enjoying it. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, if you enjoyed it. If you didn't enjoy it, you know, but thank you for, yeah, you know, if trying. If you didn't enjoy it, fucking, let, what's your podcast? Let me fucking. Yeah, what is your podcast? What is your podcast? Yeah, I'm send us an email, balconyboyshow at gmail.com. Uh, balconyboyshow, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Bill, here's the question of the day. Oh, I love these. Because we got a little bit of a mystery on our hand. We're uh, going to do another episode in seven days. Which one of our hot summer movies are we going to drop oh, in we're next? Go, uh, this is going to be fun. We're going up to the great state of New Hampshire, the Live Free or Die State, oh, I believe. Oh, okay. Uh, are they still calling it that, or have they decided to live less free? Uh, you know what? W- only one way to find out. I uh, mean, that seems like extremes, doesn't it? Hey, doesn't it seem like it could be like live a little less free, but just tell the Just tell the people what fucking movie it is. Oh, we're watching uh, the 1980. One. One? Is it yeah, one? Yeah, 81. 81 classic. It's so good. We're watching On Golden Pond. On Golden Pond with Henry Fonda, Catherine Hepburn, and Jane Fonda. The Catherine Hepburn. The Golden Pond. <laughs> uh, check Such it out. It's uh, it's streaming on Amazon Prime. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. Balloons! Uh, it's, uh, it's a beautiful film, uh, uh, and uh, we're going to be talking about it next week, so... Thank you guys, and we'll see you in the theater. The balcony. Show. The balcony. It's We're always going to be at it's, the balcony. It's the fucking balcony. All right, bye.